Welcome everybody to the Wednesday, September 7th, 2022 formal meeting of the Iowa City Planning and Zoning Commission. For roll call for the purposes of the minute taker, I have for uh, commissioners present, Hench, Signs, Elliott, Townsend, and Craig, with uh, commissioners absent, Padron and Nolte. Next item on the agenda is public discussion of any item not on the agenda. So if there's any member of the public that would like to address the commission for an item that's not on tonight's printed agenda, now is your opportunity. So if you'd like to speak, just please come up to the podium. And seeing no one rising, I presume that's a no. So we'll go under uh, the agenda for development items. The first one up is item number four, case number SUB22. Dash 0006. The location is west of North Scott Boulevard and north of Rochester Avenue. This is an application for a preliminary plat of Monument Hills, a 70.22 acre subdivision containing 65 single family lots, an existing communications tower on lot 66, and lot 65 intended to be a senior living community. Parker. Good evening, I'm Parker Walsh, Associate Planner, and as the Chair mentioned on tonight's agenda, I'll be going over an application for a subdivision, locate, or case number SUB 220006, located west of North Scout Boulevard and north of Rochester Ave. An application for a preliminary plat of Monument Hills, a 70.22 acre subdivision containing 65 single-family lots, an existing communications tower on lot 66, and lot 65 intended to be a senior living community. Shown here is the aerial map. Next, we have the zoning map. Uh, shown here, you can see the what was approved during the rezoning. Rezoned OPD RS5, and the portion down here, rezoned OPD IDRS to accommodate the existing communications tower. Up in this northwestern portion, this area was not included in the rezoning, but has been added to the subdivision. It will remain IDRS. Recent approvals include the rezoning to low-density single-family residential with the planned development overlay and interim development single-family residential with the planned development overlay to accommodate the existing communications tower. Also approved were the preliminary OPD and SADP. The rezoning conditions that followed were A, prior to issuance of a building permit, the owner shall dedicate a private access easement to the property hereby zoned OPD IDRS, dedicate a public access easement to allow public trail from the proposed development to Calder Park in a form of agreement approved by the city attorney and install a 10 foot wide trail. Also was dedicate to the city without compensation, right of way along Rochester Ave and North Scott Boulevard, and B, the final plat for any of the above described land shall incorporate traffic calming generally and locations shown on the overall concept plan. All of these conditions are shown on the plat and proposed to be met. Moving into the preliminary plat, we have the 70.22 acre area, including 65 single family lots, which includes the existing lot here, lot 67. Lot 66 here, the existing communications tower, and Lot 65, the proposed senior living community. Uh, also shown here is that Lot A, B, C, D, the side of the uh, mailbox cluster, and E. Outlots A, B, 
C and E are proposing mainly uh, becoming conservation easements. The conditions shown here are access to lot 66 right here, the trail connection to Calder Park, the right-of-way dedication in this southeastern corner, and traffic calming features along Allison Way in the form of raised crosswalks. The sensitive areas shown include woodlands, steep slopes, critical slopes, wetlands, and the existing conservation easement. Outlot E, um, the sensitive areas development plan for Outlot E is separate from what was approved during the rezoning and has been included in the plat due to the being the site of the, the connection to Calder Park. The preliminary SADP for Outlet E shows the connection to Calder Park, the stream crossing shown here, as well as wetlands, woodlands, Ralston Creek, protected slopes along Ralston Creek, critical slopes, and steep slopes. One note on the stream crossing, it will be reviewed by Public Works to ensure that the least impactful crossing on sensitive areas is constructed. The comprehensive plan identifies this area suitable for conservation design and encourages the protection and preservation of natural features, enhance and provide pedestrian-friendly connections such as bike paths, trails, and sidewalks, and provide safe and pedestrian-friendly streets. The Northeast District Plan identifies the subject property in the Bluffwood neighborhood and also as a conservation design area. Similar to the comprehensive plan, it encourages preservation of natural features, enhance or provide pedestrian connections, provide safe and pedestrian-friendly streets, and also encourages single-family residential, duplexes, townhomes, and small-scale apartments along arterials. According to Section 14.5K of the City Code, dedication of public open space or fee in lieu of land dedication is addressed at the time of final platting for, the res for residential subdivisions. Based on 64.37 acres in an RS5 zone, the developer would be required to, to dedicate 1.38 acres or pay a fee in lieu of land dedication. The applicant has intended to pay a fee in lieu. The storm sewer system will capture runoff, convey runoff to existing drainage ways, and Public Works has reviewed and approved the stormwater management plan. A water pressure analysis was recommended by Public Works due to the relatively low static pressure in this area. Public Works reviewed the analysis and agreed with the findings. The analysis concluded that the current system would be capable of providing the necessary flows and pressures to accommodate development of Monument Hills. Staff recommends approval of SUB 22-0006 an application submitted by Doug Paul of Monument Farms, LLC, and Joe Clark of Monument Hills, LLC, for a preliminary plat and sensitive areas development plan for Monument Hills, a 70.22-acre subdivision containing 65 single-family lots, one being the existing 3106 Rochester Ave home, referred to as lot, lot 66, lot 65, intended for a senior living community, and lot 66, an existing communications tower, all located west of North Scott Boulevard and north of Rochester Ave. Following the commission's recommendation, the next steps include final plat, 
final SADP and site plan and building permits. That concludes the presentation and I now turn it over to the commission. Right. Now's the opportunity for the commission to ask staff uh, questions about the presentation. I have a couple for you, Parker. On the traffic calming features, because those look like pretty lengthy um, roadways, do you have the length of those roads in the? I don't have the specific length in, in mind, but I do know that Allison Way, before intersecting with Heron Drive, is exceeding the 300 to 600 foot recommendation, and that is the purpose of the traffic calming okay. feature. And so the, I, there's two traffic calming devices, is that correct? correct? Yep. And it's the, it's the elevated crosswalk, so it's just sort of like a traffic hump yep. with the crosswalk on top? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, on outlot E, uh, since we didn't discuss this during the rezoning, um, I see that that's Ralston Creek. I presume that's a blue line stream. Um, was there any impacts in the wetlands in that area? There will be no impacts. Um, the, the trail connection as well as the stream crossing and the proposed sewer line are allowable uses. So any impacts were not calculated <laughs> into the, the development plan. Okay. And with the, since it's a, I'm sure it's blue line stream and with the building of that footpath bridge, I presume. Do Army Corps of Engineers weigh in on this? Is that anything where we have to get core? I'm not exactly sure. The applicant can probably answer that question. Okay. All right. Any other questions from members of the commission? Does the public have access to that walkway? This walkway? Yeah. They will have access, yeah, once it's constructed. Okay, and so who removes the snow and? It will be the responsibility of the city. Of the city, okay. Susan? Nothing. Billy? Nothing. All right, thank you, Parker. We'll go ahead and open the public hearing. If the applicant and applicant's representative. Hi, Mike. Hi. Good evening, uh, Mike Welch, Welch Design and Development, representing um, Monument Farms and Monument Hills. Um, so I guess I'd probably just kind of start off by saying what you're seeing tonight, this preliminary plat, is almost identical to the concept plan that was in the rezoning, um, so very few changes there. Um, so I'm happy to answer any questions, and I can start probably with your um, Ralston Creek question. So yep, Ralston Creek is a blue line stream. It also has a um, mapped floodway and floodplain on it. Um, so we will be required to get core permits uh, for the sanitary sewer crossing, and that's in process. And then we're just starting our design of the pedestrian crossing, and um, we're showing a bridge right now. We're hoping we can uh, do it with a culvert from an economic standpoint and long-term maintenance for the city. That would be lower maintenance cost too. Um, but we have to go through the floodplain analysis for that and just determine that. Um, and then we, have, we will be required to get permits from the core. Um, any wetland impacts, although they're not, um, as Parker said, they're not part of city code because it's an allowable use, uh, we would need to mitigate any wetland impacts that's over a tenth of an acre through the core permitting process. Very good. That, that's pretty far upstream for Ralston, but is there a 100-year or 500-year flood zone there? There is. Yeah, they're actually both. So. Oh, okay. Yep. That, that far back up into that property? Yep, that far back up. So we're kind of out of the... Um, Closer to First Avenue is where we have the impacts from um, the dam in Hickory Hill Park. Mm -hmm. We have the backwater from that. And in this stretch, we're just in the hydraulic 
analysis of the capacity of the stream and and flows. So there there is floodplain. Okay. Any other questions for commissioners for Mr. Welch? All right, thank you. Thank you. Does your co-applicant want to address oh, I don't the question? Joe needs to say anything unless you have questions for Joe. He's here. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're good. All right. I didn't no. have a question for staff. Can, can Parker, can you come back up? Sorry. <laughs> it's just a delayed response. It's a delayed. I thought of it while Mike was talking. There's a, quite a bit in here about the um, the water flow. Can you just go through that a little bit? What? Why? why you test that and what the issue is and how you think it's going to be okay oh just a moment i have the <laughs> see, see he thought someone was going to ask or that. why not just have the engineer come up and mike could take care of that too sorry we'll pretend like i'm not out of order <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back um yeah so uh public works asked us to look at the impacts of um of this development on the water system um, what really happens is Churchill Meadows is kind of on a dead end on the water system. Um, so there's not a looped system once you get uh, east of Scott Boulevard. Um, and as, as Parker mentioned, the static pressure, so the pressure that's there without water flowing is lower than ideal. So uh, Public Work asked me to look and see what happens when we add these 65 lots, what happens to that water pressure. Um, we went through that analysis using some some kind of per capita demand. And what we found was because we're west of Scott Boulevard, where it is looped, there's really just, there's very little impact. So we drop about, if I remember the number right, it's about half a pound per square, half a PSI. So not, you know, not a, a big impact and not something that's gonna impact Churchill Meadows. And the other part that helps is this development is lower than Rochester Avenue. So as we go downhill, that pressure increases so we actually see better pressure in the development than we do up on Rochester. I know that. I live at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> yep. The plumber has said, you have scary water pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's, the, that's my summary. All right. Thank you very much. Yep. Now is the opportunity for the public to address the commission on this application. If you'd like to address the commission, please come forward, state your name, sign in, and then you'll have five minutes, and I'll keep track of the time for you. Would any member of the public like to address the commission on this application? Second call for any member of the public. Scott, you look like you have something to say. Um, I just have a question on the trail. Yep. And uh, it says 10 foot. What is that going to be both a concrete and grass or just grass? Um, because as remember? it connects into Calder, yeah. the reason being is Calder is all grass. I, so, I know that that was addressed during the rezoning, and I don't remember the answer. Does anybody remember the answer to that? If not, when we're done, we can just ask the engineers to come forward up again and address any questions members the public had about that. I thought it was paved. But oh, I, I believe it is. I just don't remember the width. Oh, of the, the paved portion. Paved versus the overall. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else have anything for the commission? Seeing no one, Mike, do you have no on top of your head the width of the path? Yeah, so it's um, 10 feet paved, so concrete 10 feet wide. Um, our project will bring it to Calder Park, and then from there it'll be a city project to determine what to do with it once it is inside Calder Park. Okay. 
like give you everything you needed? Yeah, I would just, my comment would be is that Calder Park itself is kind of a dead end park. Yeah. So you're connecting really not into anything. So I don't understand the need to have that uh, being a concrete path, considering everything leading into Calder Park and out of Calder Park is either sidewalk or um, grass. And so you, if you put the concrete in there, then you've got the city maintenance to clean it, keep it maintained, et cetera, versus having grass, especially through a wetland area. So. But it gives that neighborhood pedestrian access to everything that's kitty corner to this development. You know, you want to walk down to Blackstones at night. Well, you can still do that. Not in the winter. I, 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 people will use that small piece of Calder Park as it is. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, you know, the, the whole piece of it, there's not a whole lot of activity there. I'm a big sidewalk person, and I think that, it, it, to me, I've, I mean, I know people in that neighborhood. I've driven through that neighborhood. I've never actually, I've driven by Calder Park, not been in it. But on the map, it certainly looks like it improves the pedestrian access or bike access that people have to get n north and east better than coming all the way back out around to First Avenue, because that's the only other way, isn't it, to get to Rochester? From there, you can also go Scott Boulevard. Right. Okay, yeah. Because right. remember, you got the access off yeah. of... So you right. got both accesses. Thank you very much. Anyone else like to address the commission on this application? Second call. Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing. I'd entertain a motion on this application. Move approval of uh, case number SUB 22-0006. Got a motion by science. Is there a second? Second, Townsend. Got a second by Townsend. Discussion? Let's look and see if there's any conditions, seeing no conditions. Um, you know, Scott has a, a good point, but I remember the discussion, um, the concern of the limited pedestrian access and movement within the development. Um, that was pretty persuasive to me. I see nothing about a good neighbor meeting, though, was there? There was one. Um, on the, for the, yes. On the, for the rezoning. Before the rezoning, yes. It was... Uh, I assumed that, but I didn't want to... Is it's in there? I just don't know where the date is right now, but I remember they. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. And that and the, the the good neighbor, if I recall, the good neighbor meeting, there was an issue with some lots that were originally facing Rochester, some townhomes on the west side, and and the developers took that out in yeah. response to that, to that good one. Yeah, yeah. It says May I just 25th. didn't see anything mentioned in that, they don't, that this packet, but it's on page. It is there. It's on page okay. three, May 25th. Oh, there it is. You're right. The applicant okay. conducted a good neighbor meeting on May 25th, 2022 for the rezoning. Perfect. I have just a procedural question. So it says we, we're, I feel like, again, maybe my memory's not up to the snuff here, but I don't feel we've seen very many of these preliminary plans since I've joined the commission. And, it's, and it says we approve the preliminary plan yes. and then the council approves the final plan. Yes. The final plat doesn't come before us. Right. So things could change between now and then, but they won't change much. I suppose they could, but I would doubt they would. Yeah. Okay. They can't and, change in any material yeah. way. Yeah. If there's material changes, it would come back yeah. to They'd you just as be a minor plat. issues. Right. Okay. So. okay. Any other discussion amongst the commission on this application? 
So motion by Sines, second by Townsend. All those in favor of approving this application signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed signify by saying nay. Uh, hearing no nays, the motion is approved. One, two, three, four, five to zero. Item number five, consideration of meeting minutes of August 3, 2022. Um, does anybody on the commission have any significant changes or additions to the minutes as listed in the packet? I don't. Okay, <laughs> seeing none. She doesn't. <laughs> All right, seeing none, is there a motion for approval? So <laughs> a motion by Townsend, is there a second? Second. Second by Elliot, discussion? Hearing no discussion, all those in favor of, of approving the minutes signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed signify by saying nay. Hearing no nays, the motion is approved five to zero. Planning and zoning information, Anne. Um, one item, the city council last night approved the Sand Hill Estates part five final plat. Um, you guys saw the preliminary plat probably several months ago. I don't even know when it was at this point. It's about 18 lots south of 18 single-family lots south of Weatherby Park. Mm. Any other issues? That's it. Um, just uh, for the commission's knowledge, uh, Mr. Nolte submitted his res resignation from the commission today. So if anybody knows a person <coughs> who would be a good member of the commission, please encourage them to apply. I believe in accordance with gender balance law, the appointment would have to be a male. Is that, am I correct about that? That seems that seems right. I think it is because there's four four women on the commission. So um, the only way around that is you'd have to go 90 days, and then you can appoint anybody outside of gender balance if nobody applies within that period. Um, if anybody on the commission have any planning zoning information comments, happy belated birthday to. Uh, Mrs. Townsend. My 25th again. Yes, 25th <laughs> birthday all over again. I have I have a question just about a project that seems like we we approved it a long time ago and and I don't see anything happening and and I just I know how long it takes sometimes to get things to happen but but the one that's over on Riverside Drive just the side of the railroad crossing was North by Myrtle and Riverside. Yeah, Myrtle and Riverside yeah. in the southwest corner of the intersection. Just, that area just they, looks pretty run down and raggy. I just wondered when that project was going to start. I'm guessing soon because it appears they did not release those apartment buildings. They're empty. Okay, so. so I'm guessing they're getting ready to tear them down. We still have not received a design review application. So that needs to go through staff design review, site plan review, and building permits. But so it'll be months and maybe next spring. Maybe, yeah. yeah. They're they're working on plans, but we haven't received anything. So it's anything. not scuttled or anything. It's just slow. I like the one Moving on Foster slowly. Road that nothing's ever going to happen. Off Dubuque, the mm. forest view. Mm. Yeah, I, I do think that um, most of the families have been relocated. There's still um, quite a few people over there. I know that drove through there, and I just can't see how they yeah. how they even live there, especially in the winter. I know that the the Horace Mann children, I think, are have all relocated at this point. Yeah, there might be one. Before school started, I think there were two, but they were working on 
um, moving at that point. Um, All right. So. Any other PNC information items? I guess I have one more question. Yes, ma'am. On Prairie de Chine, where they used to have the trailer courts and now they're all cleared out, are they going to do anything over there? Has anything been planned for that? We, we don't have any applications for that property at this point. All right. Is there a motion for adjournment? So moved. Motion by Craig, second by Townsend. Townsend. Discussion? All those in favor, signify by saying aye. Aye. Those opposed, signify by saying nay. Hearing no nays, motion for adjournment is approved five to zero. Thank you, everybody.